Well, I hope that come through for you, Jim. Thought that might bring back some memories for you, mate. Um, I'm sure the boys are getting a laugh out of that. Brings back some good memories. You know the story, mate. <laughs> Anyhow, I thought I'd start off the podcast number eight, potty eight. Welcome to Blue Collar Perspective. My name's Chad. Um, it's my working man's opinion of what's going on in the world, and let's face it, there's some weird, strange things going on in the world at the moment. What happening is in America? Well, that's at this very point in time is 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 downright ludicrous. Um, hopefully they can get that under control as soon as possible. I think it's maybe a bit of pent up aggression of being locked down as well. Um, and unfortunately, what's what's happening to that that man being arrested and has just been a catalyst for uh, a shit show to start over there. So hopefully they can get it under control and not too many people get hurt or killed. Um, I'm going to continue on what what's on in the news. I actually, um, I'm also what I. Saw last night watching TV and ad come on. It was really touched me, like, um, and got me a little bit fired up about certain things. Um, the TV commercial was a Ronald McDonald House commercial, and you know whether you love McDonald's or not, you know that fast food joints and all that sort of thing they cop a bit of stick. At least they're putting their money where their mouth is, and they actually have these things for these. For these families and that go through hard times, um, and when I saw this. Yeah, you know, it was re- a little bit graphic, but it was, but you know, it struck a chord. Um, you know, I was a young family, and that, and the dad's lifting the little baby, the boy out of the, the bath, and, um, you know, I think the ad alluded to, you know. You know, like they're a charity and the good things in that that they do for for families and and how families can struggle to financially support themselves while they're going through you know certain things obviously with unfortunately with children with illness and cancer and, and all that sort of thing um, it was and it got me fired up because I'm not too sure whether that these sorts of things get any sort of government funding they pretty much rely on donations and whatnot. Now, like I said, McDonald's, yeah, they're a global chain and, yeah, 
they can support themselves. And But the unfortunate thing that happens, unfortunately, with a lot of these families that end up in these houses is that they they probably end up, you know, having to stop work or, you know, or leave their job to, to go and live in these houses, these places to, to be with their sick children and whatnot. And, and like I said, I'm not too sure whether they get any sort of government funding for it or, or, um, or whatnot. But, but it, it just highlights and, and really frustrates me that we're happy to spend our taxpayers' money on, you know, feeding oxygen, thieving pedophiles and rapists and murderers in prison, but our taxpayer-funded dollars don't seem to be going in the right direction to help families like that that um, actually need the help. And I'm ha actually, as a taxpayer, I'm happy for my tax taxes to go to help families like that, um, uh, all for it. And while we're on that, you know, happy for my tax taxes to go and and help people who are disabled and handicapped and and that that don't have the opportunity to have job and, and support themselves. So yeah, that's that, that that's the the argument that 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 really frustrates me and and the two sides of the coin that yeah, it gets my back up things like that. And on, and on a lighter scale too, you you look at the Westpac helicopter and that I know around here in the Hunter that and where I work and and whatnot we we have the opportunity to deduct you know two dollars five dollars or whatever it is out of your pay to to help keep that particular service going. I mean, I mean the fact that yeah you know, that, that that's crucial. That's that those those services you know save people's lives and, and I, I've actually I remember playing when I was still playing footy years years and years ago um, we actually had the Westpac helicopter come that was in a game that that I was playing in and one of the one of my mate uh, teammates at the time he got hurt in a tackle and they had to have the the Westpac helicopter come and land on the ground and, and pick him up and take him to the John Hunter so that was um, that was a little bit um, confronting, but you know, turns out he 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 was okay. He was just I think he was off off work for a little while, so it, everything worked out well in the end. But the fact is that the Westpac helicopter doesn't receive any sort of direct government funding, I don't believe. So it's pretty sad that that they have to rely on public donations. But uh, it makes you wonder where our taxes go and sometimes they go in the right direction and sometimes obviously they don't just having a sip of coffee there sorry um and the other thing is too you look at the the lifesavers um i know down in newcastle you know we've got nobby's beach down there and, the, and i don't think that they get a lot of help with with buying equipment and and manning and patrolling the beaches, I'm sure it's the same Australia wide. You, I think I've seen those TV shows where up in Queensland where they seem to be rescuing people from um, from the uh, 
from the ocean on a regular basis and most of those people are volunteers or or do it because they love it and and the fact that they don't really get a lot of financial support um, or equipment yeah you know, it's it's pretty sad you've got to like I said before wonder where our whether our taxes are going in the right direction and it gets my back up especially when there's children involved like you go back to that Ronald McDonald house TV commercial I saw last night it was yeah really confronting but like yeah anyhow I'll move on fake crowd cutouts at the football because the footy's back now um yeah, I think it's, what is it, 20, I think I read it says 22 bucks or $23 or whatever it is to get a picture of yourself on a cardboard cutout to sit in the crowd and watch football players um, play footy. I'm a bit off the football at the moment. My team is really, really struggling, the Bulldogs. We play the Dragons on Monday night. Uh, the long weekend coming up. I think it's Monday night or Monday afternoon. And I'm not even sure if I can be bothered watching it if it's on free to air. I'm not even sure if I can be bothered listening to it because both teams are in a hole at the moment. And I'm not sure I can see too much light at the end of the tunnel at the moment. But I'm still one-eyed, Bulldog supporter, and... That faint flicker that we can dig ourselves out of it. I feel sorry for guys like Josh Jackson and Aiden Tolman who play their guts out every week and you know get their heads bashed in and make plenty of tackles and they don't seem to be getting a lot of help. Um, yeah, back to the fake crowd cutouts. I was looking at work today. I'm going to bring a piece of cardboard home and I'm going to cut one out of myself and I'm going to put it on my YouTube channel and I am going to, on the Monday, and I'm going to sit it there and film it of me in my fake cardboard cutout on my lounge, possibly watching the Bulldogs play the Dragons because I just don't think I can be bothered watching it. Um, if it's on free air, like I said, I don't, I don't have Fox. Not one of these rich people that can have Fox and yeah, watch every game live. That's it. Um, I was going to talk about the book. That's right. If you're into books, reading a good book at the moment, and funnily enough, guess what it's about? It's about a pandemic and an outbreak. It's called The Earth Abides, written by George Stewart. It's a classic. Um, I believe it's set after this, after the Second World War in America. Um, yeah, basically, there's an outbreak. Pretty much wipes out everyone. It's a little bit like The Stand by Stephen King. Um, if you've read that book, there's also another one I've read um, called Station Eleven by... Emily St. John Mandel, or St. Yeah, I can't. I think that's how you say her name. That was a really good book. That's a sort of modern modern version of 
post-apocalyptic event, um, an outbreak sort of thing. But I think this one, I got this one out, um, and I've been reading it probably three quarters of the way through it because it's a classic. Yeah, and it's um quite interesting. I don't know what it is, but I find books started reading again a few years ago, and I've just started enjoying reading books again more than what watching rubbish on TV because let's face it most of it is rubbish unless you've got streaming like Netflix and stuff like that at least you can watch what you want when you want or whatever it is because free to air is shit um spoken about that before Bachelor all that rubbish Survivor Big Brother I see he's coming back yeah in here sorry if that text message has come through um Yes, well, um, I want to go back to the cutouts too, like there was something else that I forgot to mention, um, I think Fox Sports got in trouble because they put a picture of Adolf Hitler on one of the crowds and stuff like that, I mean, you know, now they're in trouble, you know, are we not past all of this, well, I thought, no, as far as I'm concerned, if you're trying to get people to laugh and your intent is wholly to get people to have a laugh, which is what it is. It's comic. That's what comedy is, you know, appealing to people's sense, uh, uh, ability and a right to have a laugh. Um, now they're going to get in trouble, you know. Oh, mate, what a politician, what's his name? Frydenberg or whatever it is, got on there and... Uh, yeah, you got into the whole political, you know, what happened in, we all know what happened in, in, um, World War Two, with what Hitler did to the Jewish people. It was an atrocity, atrocious. You can't take any of that back. But the Jewish people aren't totally innocent, you know, you know, the, the, so, there's always two sides of the story. I mean, they've look what's been going on in the Gaza between them and the Palestinians for God knows how long, thousands of years. So it's not like they're the Mr. Goody two shoes here. It's not like they haven't been killing um, Palestinian people. So, like I said, there's always two sides of the story. Again, I don't want to be called a... Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm sure people that um, know me all know that I'm just trying to get both sides of the story across on that one. Yeah, I'm not a Jew burner or anything like that or Nazi. Anyhow, probably got a bit sidetracked on this podcast. Um, I've had a bit of a brain fade because I wrote some things down and I had it all flowing. Um, anyhow, it's because I've been thrown out of whack today with other things and I haven't had any coffee in the afternoon. I was, this is a bit wrong time to be doing it. Um, I'm going to end with something. I don't know. Uh, when I was living up in Townsville with my mates, I like to always end the story. I started the podcast with a song from, um, that we, that me and my particular mates 
that I live with up in Townsville. Um, we used to listen to, and it's got a particular meaning to my mate Jim, but he knows about that. I'm sure he's probably laughing about it. Hopefully Wayne and, and Oz are getting a laugh at it. Um, Wayne sent me some messages during the week. He, Mark Wayne was good enough to remind me about the fake crowds and the and the cutouts and stuff like that. So thanks, Wayne, for the tip. Struggling for content. Um, not. But when we lived in the house up in Townsville, well, it was a little bit, you know, going about the wrestling about being, being a man's soap opera. Well, I'm hoping that you can hear this when I play it. Um, and it only goes for a minute, and this might bring back some memories from people who used to watch the wrestling. From Hillside Vineyards, yep. Distillery Walls. Just when you don't want it to, there's a fucking ad. Hang on. Dan Murphy. Give the people what they want. good was that if you don't know who the rock is and you don't remember that saying from oh how good is it and how good are his movies well i haven't seen a bad rock movie um he's really good in jumanji uh i can't say i've ever seen the fast and furious you know the blokes and that work keep banging on it what are they up to about another 400 Fast and Furious or whatever it is. I haven't seen... I think I saw one of them. And that was number 271, I think it was, in the franchise. But um, all the movies in that that I've seen him in, like Jumanji, um, even in the Moana in the kids movie when he was um, Maui. That was awesome. Um Anyhow, I thought I'd end on that. Hopefully, the boys got got a bit of a got a bit of a, um, something out of that. I'm just going to check my messages from Wayne because I got the feeling that that I may have forgot something important to mention that he would wanted me to say. Hang on. Yes, that's right. Hang on. What what, what was it, Wayne? You see. Oh, that's right. We couldn't remember the name of the girl that took Jim's dog. Right. I can't remember. But anyhow, I'm sure Jim will text it to me later. Um, 
And yeah, yes, the Sherpa. That's right, Jim. Well, I've already mentioned that earlier. Yeah, uh, in an earlier podcast, the Sherpa, the one of those vehicles, the boys were obsessed. We had some weird cars. The Sherpa used to. What do you say? He, he won't. That's right. It used to drive itself home from going out drinking at the Vale. Right. Okay. That was you blokes and your Sherpa. Um. I'm thinking, I always thought that the, the, was it Renee that had the dog? I don't know. I remember, I don't want to get in trouble, Jim, but I remember you you dated a girl, I'm pretty sure she was from Tasmania. For some reason, the Renee rings a bell. Wayne's kindly reminded me of, yeah, no, we're not going to, I'm not going to read that, Wayne. Yeah. So that's right. It was yeah. The dog was called Holly. Jim had that dog. It was like a little, and I think he rescued it because it had been getting um abused or been yeah. And it was, which is animal cruelty is just fucking anyone that does that to dogs or let alone any animals for no good reason. Yeah, deserves it. But Jim, being a good person that he was, he. I think he rescued it and was a bit of a um a, a real um shy scared sort of a dog and it could, remember that pool and that we had that's right Wayne we had the pool and Holly wasn't a very good swimmer was she no because she had short stumpy legs and she couldn't tread water very well but we we weren't trying to hurt her or anything like that but she just tried she couldn't um couldn't um Swim very well, could she? Right. No, I'm not going to mention that, Wayne. You can't, not a, even on my podcast, it's fairly uncensored, but no, I'm not going to mention that. And no, I won't be saying that particular word either. Thanks, Wayne. Um, maybe something. Yes. Oh, what is it? Yeah. No, I can't, mate. Sorry. Anyhow... We'll come up with something for um, the next podcast. Wayne, feel free to text me. Try not to use some of those words that you've sent me in those text messages from the weekend, Wayne. Um, try to, you know, I've pretty, like I said, uncensored, and I don't mind but those particular words, and I don't really want to get myself into trouble. Um. Yeah, like I said, don't forget, I'm going to post that stuff on my YouTube channel about the fake crowd cutout. I'm going to get some cardboard. I meant to get it from work today. And I'll do a video of the cardboard on Monday, sitting there waiting for the football to start when the Bulldogs probably bore the shit out of the Dragons. And what did my mate say at work today? He's predicting the score will be 4-3. And there'll be no tries. Two penalty goals and we'll probably kick three field goals. Because that's about all we got. Anyhow, that was potty number eight. Um, see you next time, guys. Hope you enjoyed listening. Sorry about waffling on a bit. Blue collar perspective, and remember, it's just my opinion. But Wayne, I'm not using those words. See you next time. <laughs>